Hello and welcome to Holly and Heidel. My name is Holly and Jimmy. And uh, today joining me are two of my brothers. Uh, one of them is Sam, who, if you listened last week, me and him gave six uh, albums and artists that you should listen to while quarantining, gaming, or if you're just bored with everyday affairs. And for the first time, Alex, uh, me and Alex have been friends for over a decade, since high school basically, and uh, we are going to be going over The Last of Us 2 and Naughty Dog's Future. So I'm going to give two warnings. Um, the first one is spoilers, so if you plan on playing the game, or if you get it for Christmas or something, don't listen to this podcast. Stay off of YouTube, any kind of social media, because people are review bombing it right now. And the other one is um, explicit language uh, warning, so there might be some bad language in this podcast. <laughs> but this is a sore subject for us, for some of us in the room, because uh, we were really looking forward to this game. Yeah, we're about that pregnancy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Alex is going to take it away for us first. Alex, what you got? <laughs> Come on, I man. Like he's he's seeing it now. He's like, oh shit, oh that bitch is pregnant. <laughs> like for no real reason, just just right off the bat. Um, oh, so fucked up. Yeah, that's yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, we're here to talk about the Last of Us uh, two, and we've been pretty big fans of this game. I mean, since like the first one came out. Um, Sam, how do you feel about it? Well, I feel strongly about the Last of Us two. I mean, Lost Last of Us One. I haven't played Last of Us Two yet. I'm gonna be the the audience party of the podcast since I don't I only know a little bit about the leaks and you know some details here and there. But all of this is gonna be relatively new to my ears. So which I don't mind. I've I've seen everything I care to see about the game. I don't mind anything being spoiled anymore. Um, but the first one I always say is about you know top three and. Naughty Dog's releases and is one of my favorite games I'd say top five so it's just it's very important to me and so is the DLC it was just overall a banger and and I've always loved it and I've replayed it plenty of times so I'm excited to see where this conversation goes would you say that uh that the DLC taught you how to respect um women and lesbians <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know Neil Druckmann finds that to be very important when he's making this game. All right, you can cut that. <laughs> yeah, my bad, man. You know I'm just playing. Like, uh, but it is important. I, I think um, representation is important in a lot of games as long as it uh, comes across as natural. And I feel that this game, it, it does pretty good. No, I, I ain't gonna try to bash it for that. So, where do y'all want to start? Alright, so let's start with the uh, leaks. And since I played and beaten the game, and I personally do enjoy the game, I actually... I mean, people are going to crucify me if they ever listen to this and they ate the game, so it's whatever. But I give the game a 9 out of a 10. I enjoyed it through and through, from the beginning to the end. Uh, but there's some things I did not like, and I will talk about those. But we're going to start with the leaks first. And we'll talk about the leaks, and then we'll go through, and uh, I'll give my review, and y'all can jump off my review. So, who wants to start with the leaks? Um, I'll start with the leaks. Um, I, I think me and Alex discovered the Last of Us 2 leaks around the same time, and we both kind of informed James 
like right after they were leaked. So I think where it started was that uh, just what they call a disgruntled Naughty Dog employee sent out legit video of gameplay and cutscenes and stuff like that and in details and stuff like that. This was all behind closed doors. Nobody knew about it. Just this one person. Um, and after I heard about that, I heard that about 70% of the crew that worked on the game, I want to say that they quit. Fired. Or Someone. were fired or something like that. Anyway, they left Naughty Dog. Um, whether it was for personal reasons or I, I heard that it was they were very um, overworked. They were very. I don't know. They were they were You're silenced. The <laughs> they were silenced. They were silenced through a lot of the writing process and weren't allowed opinions and weren't allowed any um, anything that they. It was kind of a, a dictatorship through that. So I heard about those two details first, and then we started to hear more about. Um, the gameplay and the graphics being great and fine, but the story being very uh, politically driven. Uh, Neil Druckmann wanted to really drive his political beliefs uh, with the story, is how people took the leaks. They wanted to say it focused on... Identity politics. Uh, people usually call it identity politics. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's a good word for it. Is identity politics uh, dealing with transgender, dealing with religion, and um, they and the other big thing besides the political aspect of of the storyline was that they used a lot of plot points to subvert expectations instead of building on certain things that could have been really important and really emotional throughout the story. They kind of pulled a season eight of Game of Thrones. And West Jedi, <laughs> Doctor Who, a new Star Trek. Yeah, just <laughs> all the... Wrong. Yeah, they wanted to subvert expectations, so they either killed off characters that you've grown to love, you know, in, in the blink of an eye without any build-up, and, and just all, all these political things and all of these subversion of, of expectations just to get a shock out of people and just how the crew and the people who have been wholeheartedly in love with working for Naughty Dog and in love with these games, Uncharted and Crash and everything that they come out with, how they were treated and, and, and how they were just silenced... Um, it, it just completely turned me off to even trying the game, and I kind of cut myself off from the from the game after that, and that's why I don't know much about the game uh, up to this point, and that's why I'm kind of the audience character in this episode, um, just learning as we go along from Alex, who's seen the whole game, and James, who's played the whole game. So that's the leaks from my point of view. Alex, do you have anything to add? No, man, that was that was uh, beautifully told. Um getting off i guess into like the politics of it it's not that bad like a, a lot of it is actually kind of overblown but uh you can easily see where neil's influence may have went to the game but i really don't want to get off into that um i guess i'll start off with i'm actually gonna be honest with y'all the politics thing i didn't even see it in the game that's like, what i'm hearing yeah. from a lot of yeah I, I, like, I, like, I didn't see it like nothing about it like it was just 
I don't know why that was like a big such a big uh, big thing about it, but I hadn't seen none of it. Well, the leaks made it seem like it was going to be a huge deal, and and there, therefore everybody blew it out of proportion, which I expected it to be blown out of proportion. But once the game hit, it was a different story. Like a lot of the details from the leaks. So yeah, so uh, I guess back to that. Um, I guess for me, the whole seventy percent of the group being laid off and the delays. Um, the crunch time, Naughty Dog was having a lot of issues before the game came out. And a lot of people pretty much figured that whoever leaked the game was, I don't know, trying to... Warn people about it. Yeah, warn people about everything because he was pissed off about what happened. So, I guess we'll just jump right off into the game. I mean, to give our opinions about it. So, you know, second... Warning, spoilers ahead to anybody who cares. Three, two, one, go ahead with the beginning of the game. All right, so um, I have a script here in front of me about my uh, time of playing the game. So uh, I'm going to tell you what uh, tell you about it. So uh, to me, The Last of Us 2 is an all-around one of the best Naughty Dog games I've played up to the date. Uh, people are probably going to give me shit for this. But I mean, it's just my personal opinion. I sat down and I gave him the benefit of the doubt and I played it from how Neil wanted you to play from their perspective. So I did that and I actually really enjoyed the game. Uh but the, but one of the one of the big reasons for me disliking uh some of the story for it was how they did Joel and Joel's death. Because he dies within the first two hours of the game, basically, which for me it was like three hours in because I was too busy trying to wander around and find stuff. Um, I understand why they did it because they wanted to put you in Ellie's shoes of wanting to go and going out uh, going for revenge because she witnesses Joel's death. But to me, they could have you know gave him a, um, a glory glorified death, um, going out in a blaze of glory or something like that. I mean, that's just me. Uh, but I, a lot of people. I understand that. <laughs> uh, and let's you know, let's be honest, you know, Joel crossed a lot of people, and, you know, especially at the end of the Last of Us uh, game where he kills a hospital full of fireflies to save Ellie. So, <clears throat> you know, Abby um, had the right to kill him, but I don't think that's how it should have went down. Um. So, next off is, uh, you get to play as Abby, and Abby kind of felt weird at first. But you didn't like her. Uh, I kind of wasn't, I kind of didn't like her, but I kind of grew to like her over the story. Um, her and Ellie play is totally different, and, uh, which... I guarantee uh, that's another reason why you ended up liking her. Yeah. The gameplay. Yeah, the gameplay was one of the reasons, yeah. The gameplay is actually fantastic, um... Uh, Abby kind of plays like Joel does in the first one. And that's why you liked it. They <laughs> knew what they were doing. <laughs> As uh, Ellie has a knife, and it makes things so much easier to hide out in the brush and wait for somebody to walk by and grab them and stuff kill them. I mean, I don't think I fired my pistol, but all both pistols that you get in the game, uh, you take Joel's pistol and the one that Ellie has, I think I fired them like twice each because I stuck to uh, just death killing everything. Uh, the AI in this game is totally better than what I have ever expected. 
Because if you kill somebody, they go, oh my God, you killed Kathy. I'm coming to find you, and I'm going to put you down in the ground. <laughs> um, continuing on. Uh, each character gets different weapons, uh, and each weapons can be upgraded differently. Uh, the, the the combat in this game is smoother and better. <clears throat> you can now dodge when fighting. You know how useful that is when you got a bunch of defectives running up on you? Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, you can actually press uh, uh, L1 to move back. And it's, get... like, it's like Batman and Spider-Man. Hey, I mean... But not really. At least they took something from something. Yeah. Oh, they took a lot from a lot. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, L can swim now. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ellie can swim. Worry about ladders anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ellie can swim, and uh, which makes which makes uh, combat. You know, there's a lot of places in the game that you actually have to dive off into the water and stuff, and um, makes it easier to like kill people and stuff. Uh, which there's a scene where Ellie comes out of the water and she walks up to this girl and she's got her earbuds in and she's playing a Vita, and of all things, a freaking Vita in the apocalypse. It's amazing the thing still works. I think her name was like Whitney or something. Yeah, how do they charge it? Aren't they kind of like... Well, they, no, got they, must, they, they got they generators. Got generators yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's uh, believable. And uh, I, I've seen a lot of people give Naughty Dog shit over this one scene. And, uh... But the girl kind of asked for it because uh, she was reaching for her... Uh, she was trying to take the knife and to defend herself. So, by all rights, Ellie kind of had the right to, like, fuck over this girl and kill her. It's what everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, when she kills Owen and uh, Mel, I mean, they, they kind of asked for it. They were stupid. The only <laughs> one that didn't really ask for it was Nora. But she was going to go anyway. But she was going to die anyway, so Ellie just kind of... Let's be real, she asked for it. She wanted that. <laughs> you got like a little bitch. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, I'll give you that one. Uh, you still hear screams? All right. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good when I get you. Oh man! Uh, All for Abby, right? Because <laughs> you didn't want to give up Abby. Half of y'all didn't even like that bitch, but okay. Right. Uh. Uh. So. Uh, now you can find magazines out in the wild, and uh, when you find these magazines, you are able to upgrade your skills and your weapons. So, one of the first magazines I found was um, you can make a suppressor for your pistol. Which burns out in like three shots. I didn't really use it. No point. Yeah, you no, no. Knife. There's really no point because I could use a knife or the bow is upgraded in this game. You know, in the first one it pulls out this little line and doesn't really go far. And this one it's just a reticle and you, you put that reticle on an enemy and it one shots them, kills them oh, instantly. Wow. Yeah, I used my bow and the uh, hunting rifle with a six times scope. That's only, the only two weapons I used. I just set off in the distance and picked everyone off or hiding in the brush with a knife and stabbed everybody as Ellie. Now, did the game play as if you were supposed to play the game stealthily? Like, they were very slim on ammo? And... A lot of shit for... A lot of it for Ellie, it seemed like it. But that's simply because Abby is a tank. Like, you... Yeah, she's you, the you Joel can do it for, yeah, You can do it for both, but... Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> For me, I played it on normal and I actually found an abundance of ammo and supplies. Hmm. So if you wanted to get in a firefight, you could, but then again, you would run out of ammo quickly because uh, the enemies in this one actually could take some bullets. <laughs> but then again, I just stayed crafting arrows and 
the only time I really and truly used my rifle was when I just wanted to pick scars off long range because fuck those people. We're bigots. <laughs> We're religious bigots. We deserve to die. So those are the religious, that's what they're called in this. The religious people yeah. that everybody was worried about since because they were yeah, but white they, and religious they, they're fanatics. They're not Christians. They're not Christians. And they're not, they're not white. They're they're, not they're, white. Yeah, they're a bunch of mixed people. It's yeah. a bunch of mixed oh, okay. races into it. Because that's yeah. what one of the leaks said was that it was just like a bunch of religious white people hunting down lesbians. That's kind of how they made it out to be. And I was just like, wow, that's kind of out there. So, um, Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what we would like to call a dog whistle. In politics, another uh, you know, one of the things that uh, really hurt me about this game is you actually get to kill the dogs. And then you go back and you oh, play. No, as, but, you but, get to you get to go back and play as Abby and get to interact with every freaking oh, dog no, you no, kill. No, no, no. But remember, Neil said you can't kill the dogs. It is in an interview. He said you are not forced to kill the dogs. Oh bullshit! Ever. Yeah. Oh bullshit! If yeah. you, okay, let's put it like this: If you don't kill that dog, that dog will fuck fuck you over. Yeah. If you don't kill that dog, you can't progress within the fucking story. Yeah, because so, they have, because they're actually a cutscene where you actually have to shoot one of the dogs. Yeah, and it's the dog that you basically raise. So have fun with that. If so, y'all, yeah. I am legend. So yeah. oh yeah, it horrible. looks just like the dog from Iron Legend. Oh god. Uh, um. And one of the most most uh, important things that people probably enjoyed about the game, like I did, was the environment. Uh, it takes place in Jackson, Wyoming first, and then it transfers over to uh, Seattle. And Seattle was really fun to explore, um, really fun to hide in the um, overgrown plant life to hide from the infected and from the scars or from the uh, wolves of Seattle. Um, a, lot, a lot of the main roads was uh, sunken and underwater, so you get to swim. That was kind of fun to do. Uh, it made really awesome when you're playing uh, Ellie and you get to go through some of the uh, buildings with Dina and interact some uh, story between the two. Um, same thing with Abby when you uh, go out with uh, Manny and Mel. Um, it's beautiful. I mean, that's one thing Naughty Dog has always stuck true is making games kind of like almost realistic kind of-ish for the systems. Uh And then uh, there's factions in this game. Um, there's the Wolves of Seattle, who uh, Ellie hunts to get revenge for Joel. That's where Abby, Mel, Owen, Manny, and a couple other people are uh, are in. And there's the Scars or the uh, Serpentites or Serpentines, where you want to call them. Seraphites. Seraphites. Yeah, I didn't really care for them. Uh, well, okay, so the Scars were the religious nuts, and what were the the Seraphines? The same people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the, how are they different? I think the, the wolves call them the scars, the scars, and the seraphites call them themselves seraphites. seraphites. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They call scars is actually, I guess, if you want to say it, I guess you can say it's kind of a. Uh, they say it as a means to like talk shit about them, because they they have scars across their faces. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so they call kind them of scars. Like a, yeah. It's kind of. A and I never called. I never called who they followed. Like, what was that woman's name? Did you ever catch it? No. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't think they gave it away. It's Lev's mom, though, I think. I don't know. Uh, I don't... I don't remember. Uh, well, because it was Abby's part of the story. And no one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone hates the, the second half of the game where you play as Abby. Okay, so... Um, another thing is... Um, what, did I ask? What, what else? What else? Uh... 
I didn't really try to rag on the game. I actually really enjoyed it, but it sounds like I am now because uh, uh, listen, in retrospect, like, it's... There's, there's nothing wrong with ragging on the game. Like, <laughs> no, but as long as it's within reason, you have to have reasons. Reason, right? yeah, uh, yeah. There's a there's a couple of things in the game where uh, I didn't. Now that I actually had time to sit down and think about it and have a talk with Alex, uh, one of the things is uh, Mel is pregnant. Oh, just wait. <laughs> and when uh, she is shown killing, uh, uh, helping Ellie kill Joe, she's not showing. And then later on, when Ellie kills her, she is like, "Boy, plump, I, was, plump. I was so out of the loop because I was like, hold up.' I said, I know they said this is about days, right? I know this is another day, right? This yeah, okay. So, so here. it takes it takes them a couple of days to, from Jackson to get to Seattle, and then you play uh, three days in Seattle as Ellie, for, finally before she kills Mel and Owen and. In that time, there's no way that baby should be showing. Okay, can you explain who Mel is? She's not important. What? <laughs> she's, yeah. but she's, good, good writing, right? We, we all took us. You care about Owen. the kids, don't you? But Mel, Henry and Sam, I remember them. But Mel and Owen are two new characters in The Last of Us 2 that are traveling along with Abby. Okay, so Mel, Owen, and... So Mel, Owen, and Abby are... And uh, Manny and... Couple other people are ex fireflies. Uh, after Joel goes into the hospital and murders everybody in the hospital, at the end of the first game, uh, the fireflies disband and they just go on about their business and they join other factions throughout the United States. Basically, um, Abby, Mel, and Owen they go to Seattle and join the Wolves of Seattle. Basically, they're friends of um, Abby. Eddie and Owen had a thing at first, but then Owen was like, nah, I'm going to start boning freaking Mel and got her pregnant. And I can understand that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, For a number of reasons. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, actually, Mel don't look... <laughs> okay. Mel has short hair, and she kind of yeah. looks like a guy from time to time, but so, I mean, compared to Abby... You know what? I ain't going to... Like, in defense of Abby... They showed her with, like, long hair. Abby has a decent... You know what? Fuck this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go off in the light. Because that, that's the type of shit that Neil Druckmann wants. He's like, yeah, you guys hate it because it's a female. I'm like, no, nigga. I'm like, you knew what you were doing. Like, you knew what you were doing when you made the character. It's but. it's a bait. It's it's just, yeah. It's yeah. political bait. So that... that you that it, By the like, way... Hey, you said that thing, and then... By the boom. way, if you read the, the leaks, uh, that Abby is a transvestite, you She's are wrong. Not. She is a... Full blown female. She's just buff as fuck. Somehow, uh, she trained with that dude that trained Rocky. That's how it <laughs> and, she ate, and she ate like twelve thousand cows over the course of five, four years. Yeah, yeah. she, she punch got punch bigger punch than Kratos. <laughs> even though, man, all right, all right, I'm gonna stop being immature about it. It's really hard not to be though. That's what I'm saying. It's hard not to like try because, to pick the story yeah, apart. Yeah, some of the story things. points are actually ridiculous, and you just have to accept how they yeah. get there and accept. That they just exist, because that that but that's bad writing. That's the definition of bad that's writing. It's just good. like here we're gonna throw this at you except, because we want it. Yeah, because we want it to be that way. And you guys aren't smart enough to get it. You're yeah. all gamer bros who play Xbox. Yeah, accept it or you're wrong. <laughs> and drink Mountain Dew. Yes. Yeah. What are you talking about? I, that, I got both puzzles. That is a no, but of course that's what I'm saying. But like we're old, <laughs> we're older gamers. We play a number of different games. But like a lot of people who, a lot of the people who are like complaining at people who are getting angry about the game they think that everyone's like uh trolls and 
Xbox fanboys, people who only play, you know, Modern Warfare, people who are sexist, people who are bigots and shit. And I'm just like, that's not true. If it was, why in the hell are you even playing this game? Like, most people who are like that don't even play games like The Last of Us. Uh, now would be probably a funny, uh, kind uh, of be a little funny. Do you see that a uh, Korean streamer on stream after you? Boy, yeah. my my dude, <laughs> he, he popped it out of his freaking PlayStation yeah. Four, took a freaking pair of scissors, just yeah. just destroyed the la his last of his two copy, and he destroyed the first one too. Yeah, like he he popped out because to him the franchise is dead. Dead. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, might as well kill it himself. So, so. Supposedly somebody said that uh, his dad died not that long before him playing the game, so him seeing Joel die just made him. Snap, but I'm not too sure that's true or not. But that that sounds like a fan fiction. Yeah, but, yeah. But the whole game sounds like a fan fiction. Though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Twilight. Yeah, Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Meyer wrote the script for yeah. Last of Us Two. He was trying to be Anne Prince. Rice. He was trying to be Anne Rice, but he ended up being Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody knows. Uh, trying to be Stephen King. Want to be Stephen King? Uh, oh, another thing. Y'all ever watched the interviews and stuff? And everybody, was, you know, all the people who worked on The Last of Us. Yeah. Do they look like they're in pain? They look like they're so awkwardly trying not to talk about the game that What's there is so much pain, like especially Neil. Like he so looks like he wants up. to cry. He, it's because he's full of himself. And he's pretentious. That's why. Yeah. No offense to Neil, but I mean that's how it is. Yeah, okay, he, he, so he wears uh, the slouchy beanies and the skinny jeans kind of. Thing. Okay, so uh, Neil said in a tweet. <laughs> so Neil said in a tweet that uh, when he woke up and found out the game had been uh, leaked, that was the worst day of his life. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I watched the interview with him. Uh, he was talking about right after he found out about the leaks. He said, the worst day of my life. Um, we already knew that people were going to be mad, but we didn't know they were going to be this mad. But it was, <laughs> but hold on. Then, then he says, it was what we wanted, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that bad. It? Then why did you do it, Neil? That's what I'm saying. It, he contradicts himself, but all right. And so he goes off and he starts talking about how, like, uh, how... Besides, the, he he says that the reason why people hate it is because they're in their own egos, or maybe he's in his own ego. Well, and yeah, anybody who's not like involved in his. Have you, know... you seen the card? <laughs> he had a card of himself in the game, calling himself a genius. Yeah, I remember. I saw that. I saw a screenshot of that. It was like what? What was that that said that he was a genius? There's like little like collectibles a... in the game that you can pick up. Okay, um, so th th think about um, it's like Yu-Gi-Oh or Magic. They're yeah. uh, little little card. It's a card game that Ellie plays. Oh. And throughout the game, she finds these cards. It's like mm -hmm. Dr. Druckmann yeah, for, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like Dr. Druckmann, uh, the genius, and there's like the doppelganger, and there's this card and that card. So yeah. that's another thing. Like, he's been trolling. Yeah. Like, after the day after the game came out, he wished Joe a ha uh, happy Father's Day on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> I didn't know about that. that. Oh, I didn't yeah, know about that. But see, that's my point. It's like, you can't. Daughter was killed. You can't act a fool. And then expect for people not to act the fool at you. Like, I don't understand that. Like, you can't do the same thing. That's great. That's oh, great. God. I didn't know that. But then he, he, really, like, he, really, he really is a major troll that's playing his own game, and anybody who's not playing the game with him and isn't in the same, like, narcissistic headspace, he considers them the enemy yeah. and makes them try to make them feel stupid. Dude, it's, dude, dude it, it's like the guy you told me about earlier. Dude, oh. it's, this, is, uh, this is kind of funny. Even Kojima trolled the shit out of the game. Really? Yeah. I didn't... Kojima, where? 
Oh shit. Hideo Kojima Productions responds to boring as shit comment and roasts The Last of Us Part 2 in hilarious response on Facebook. He showed them, he showed them reviews, boy. <laughs> the, choi- the choice of the game reflects the quality of its player. Maybe it suits you more. P.S. Also, the choice of your words. And it's the uh, Metacritic score. Where, uh, the critics are giving it uh, a 95, then the uh, user score is a uh, 4.3. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, pretty much a fan sold his copy of the Death Stranding to get The Last of Us 2, and uh, he was trying to troll Kojima himself, but got trolled back. Wow. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look at it like this. At least Kojima didn't lie. Like, no. Kojima lets you know that, listen, this game is going to be divisive because it's, it's a walking simulator. There's a lot of walking in it. You're playing as a delivery man. He didn't either, feed you any yeah, bullshit. Yeah, either you, either you want to play it or you don't. Neil out here talking about, yeah, I want to respect... The story of, of Ellie and Joel. Um, you only play as one character. Yeah. <laughs> you don't kill he, any he dogs. He doesn't even he doesn't even play with the truth and tells half truths. He blatantly he lies. lies and shits on the story and then is just like, Oh, I didn't expect all this bad. Why is everybody well, well, mad at me? Not only that, every trailer was a lie. Twenty sixteen trailer. Every yeah, trailer he, was a lie. B bruh. Was that really in twenty sixteen? Yeah. That was the, a long the trailer when he's ago. like you ready? When Ellie's sitting on uh, oh, and the she's bed, playing, yeah, playing guitar, and Joel comes in, he's like, "You ready to go? Ready to go?" I didn't know this? it had been pushed back yeah. that long. Yeah, I can I can kind of see why though. That's what I'm saying. Like this kind of yeah, that, yeah that, 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 that's not even in the game. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, it was like just that's a teaser. Still, that one scene wasn't even in the game. Oh no, uh, uh, and that is said by Jesse. Yeah, and and, and the interview I watched with Neil today, he admits to it. Yeah, he straight uh, up says he's like, "Yeah, we were switching everything around. We were trying to protect the story." I'm like, why don't you just... You, okay, so so if you watch the trailers, you know, uh, where Ellie is, uh, she turns on, she goes, what are you doing here? And Joel is just like, well, I ain't gonna let you do this alone. That's yep, Jesse. That's Jesse. That was Jesse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So basically, the, the, um, the trailer, the person that said that was a completely different person when the final product game came out. Yeah. And they just marketed it that and way. And what's so bad is uh, that trailer just recently released, too. Yeah. So they already had that trailer planned out. Yeah, it's a game. Okay, so it's a game. It's like Neil honestly predicted the leaks happening. See, that's we'll see. scary. You're getting into some weird yeah, territory you, you there. Hope not, because like that, he'll be more of a piece of shit. Oh God, yeah, playing. he he, ooh, he'd be sniped. I'm just saying. Honestly, I, honestly, because that trailer released just it, it, it released in February. Yeah, I was about to say beginning of this year. It released in February, and then what was it? May the leaks happened. It's like he he's like he knew the leaks was gonna happen because or he, he at least suspected because it. he already knew that some people are gonna have to get fired and laid off from the project and they were gonna take and leak it. Yeah, he was probably yeah. ready for it. Yeah, so that's why they did that. I mean, I, I'm I not mean, saying that's why. But he's that's an asshole, but he's smart. So, well, and also it's the fact that right after the leaks came out, all the PR revved up. Like all, he started releasing all these different trailers, all these different behind-the-scenes trailers, all the line trailers, uh, music from The Last of Us. Um, you can jump in the game now. That's so revolutionary. No, no other game has ever had you jumping. Hey, you can go hey, prone. Hey, that actually, those two things actually helps you a lot in the game. From what I've seen, that jumping looks like it is bad. It's, it looks like Uncharted One jumping. At times. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, pretty much what you do is you run and then you just press X. And, uh, yeah. But it makes it easier if you want to scale up a truck to get inside of a window. 
Okay. We're yeah. revolutionary, right? Revolutionary, right? For, for no, the last of no us, it is. No stealth game has ever done this before. For the last of us, it is, because it wasn't in the first one. That's a why they say it's revolutionary. I just, yeah, but see, it's like things like that. And I understand why he would do it, because like I said, it's PR. He's trying to big the game up. He's trying to make it sound way more than what it is. So we've kind of covered kind of the personality of Neil Druckmann oh, and, and how <laughs> and how the marketing and the leaks made the game look just, so and then much. how some of the major points in the game turned out to be which a lot of them were majorly different so uh, does anybody want to talk about uh, the pacing or just I like the legit so. writing not the story just the writing and, and it honestly felt like the writers didn't uh, know what the fuck was going on uh, it felt like the writers, uh, when it came to Abby, uh, they were too busy trying to make her like yep. Ellie. They were trying and, to make you like her. And it, for, for me, at first, I didn't care for Abby. I wanted her to die. Uh, but, she does, but she doesn't die. Ellie comes this close to at the very end of killing her. And then Joel's just, and she has a memory of Joel, and Ellie's like, I can't fucking do it. I'm not going to kill her. And she gets in a boat and goes away with the two fucking kids from the uh, Scars. We'll get off of that later on, because uh, that's another problem with mine. I, I feel like that whole, the, the, that whole session could have been left out. The, the, the ending to the game, uh, I actually have kind of a small problem with. The ending? Yeah, because Ellie could have had a happy ending, but no. They wanted Abby to have the happy ending. Yeah. But see, it, it's all about the cycle of revenge and the cycle of violence. Uh, and if you don't get it, man, you're just not artsy enough to get it. The pacing of the game was all right at first because um, you start off playing as Ellie, then you swap over to uh, Abby, and it goes back and forth up to uh, Abby kills Joel. And after that, you play as Ellie until day three, and uh, after that, it goes over to Abby, and then that's when everything just kind of slows down. Because you pretty much start you start the story from her perspective, so you feel like you're starting over. So yeah. you're saying that when you start the game and you get all the way to Ellie's climax, all the way to her wind down before you start to play as Abby, it's it's about just as entertaining and 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 jarring as as the first game, but the abrupt kind of switch to Abby kind of started to make the game a little bit more, I don't know, boring? or It didn't make it boring. It just slowed down uh, the pace for me. And cause, it seems like it's more boring. Because uh, it starts you off, and you go through the whole entire QZ, but after you go to the QZ, that's when it picks up. That's when the action ramps up, because the scars are waiting for you outside, and that's when the game picks up. Yeah, because, I mean, slow burns in games, movies, or anything, they can still be... You know, effective and, and good. That's what that was my question. Is yeah. just it, did it pick up? Did it keep its steady pace and Abby's, become boring? Or what? Abby's story is, is saved by her gameplay. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Abby's story is way more action packed than fucking uh, yeah. Ellie's was. That's that's what it is. That's, yeah, uh, her story is. Was Ellie's more dramatic? It's more slow. You do you do a it's lot more, more exploration with yeah. Ellie than you do with Abby. The open world okay. section is yeah. literally with uh, Abby and Dina. That's her whole part. The game kind of goes back into being Ellie more. Ellie and Dina. You said yeah, Ellie. Ellie and Dina. It's so it's confusing. <laughs> All the names sound the yeah. same. But, uh, but yeah, it, Ellie and Dina. It has this little open world subsection, and that's when you, there's a lot more like uh, off key exploring and, and, and this and that. But once it gets to Abby, the game kind of goes off into being more linear, and it goes quicker, and it feels more like the first last yeah, of us because yeah. of that. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering if there was any like. 
like callbacks and the pacing and and the you know and everything uh, to the first game and made did that make The Last of Us two better? You know that was. What but I was uh, when, when you played as Ellie, there's actually a lot of throwbacks to uh, The Last of Us in it because uh, there's the Seattle Comic Con. Oh, where they uh, showed The Last of Us and stuff at it before oh, the game released and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So it's a lot of throwbacks, and uh, they they did for the game. Uh, but I feel like that was just a little fan service uh, to help with the fans' cope. Yeah, fan service doesn't cover the whole the, thing. The real fan service was the flashbacks. You know, yeah, the, 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 the flashbacks with Ellie and Joel. You know, that they, they were specifically like the first three. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Especially when they go to the uh, the museum, yeah. and she's like, "I got you over here." Joel's like, "I got you a present." He's just like, "Oh my god, is that a dinosaur?" And he's like, "You'll never guess." And then turns around and he's just like, "Oh my god, it's a fucking dinosaur!" Yeah. She- Abby acts the most like I mean, goddamn, Ellie <laughs> acts the most like Ellie in that part of the game, and then it's like she gets a little bit more angsty as she gets older, as teenagers do, but she kind of starts to feel, I guess, upset about the fireflies and. The game kind of like, and then she goes, and then she point. goes back to the hospital, and she finds a recording in one of the uh, old fireflies' uh, bags they left there, and she finds out that uh, Joel, Joel saved her. Lying. Joel saved her, and he's been lying to her for the four years, and um, which I feel like was kind of needed in the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not was, all of it was was bad plot. <laughs> Yeah, things that had to do with the first one. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, it's a weird coincidence. I think they they knew they knew people they knew people needed that answer and they yeah. gave an answer. But it's like you kind of get that once the game opens and Ellie is like, oh, I really don't want to talk with Joe. And I was like, oh, he must have told her. You know, yeah. he must have told her something must have happened. They had a fallout. Yeah, which they did have a fallout. She kind of acts like a brat. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I understood, but at the same time, I was like, Ellie. This isn't you, Ellie. Come on, man. No, I, no it's her. I know it's her, yeah. She, she it's deserves, her. She's just being a dick. She deserves <laughs> it, but in the same sense, it's like for her to lord it over him for so long. Which and, was a year. Yeah. What was a little ridiculous. Especially when she says the words, uh, I could have meant something. Like, I, my life could have meant something. I'm like, you don't, you don't know that. You would not have a life. And they that, weren't giving you a choice. That brings me into a thing that that, that could have happened if they if the plot would have been different if they were to use Ellie to get the cure at the end of Last of Us One. A uh, a good point that I watched a reviewer talk about is that people in whatever story you want to tell or even in real life, they tend to invent or create or discover something helpful or good keep it for themselves and either keep it for themselves or use it or figure out a way to weaponize it so Mm -hmm. he made a theory that well if the fireflies or whoever got a hold of the cure they could specifically immune or immunize however you say it um certain people and create a freaking like immune militia and and just go off into this tyrannical territory so she doesn't know that that could have happened or couldn't have but, happened. But here's also the other thing. They say they had a cure and it could have made them immune, but we wouldn't have known if it would have worked hey, anyway. Hey, have you seen the Game Theories video? No. It's a fungus. Yeah. It's not a fucking virus. Yeah. Yeah. Vaccines don't work right. that way. Right. They would have. So, they would have. Are you, saying, are you yeah. saying that's bad writing on the yeah, Last it, of Us one yeah, too? It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, pretty much. We'll, we'll see. No. What it shows is how inept 
Fireflies actually are. And see, if you remember the first game, Joe was saying how they fail more than they do right. Yeah. And when he comes in, and him and Tommy just, I think it wasn't like Tommy working for the Fireflies. Yeah, he was, he was a Firefly yeah. at one point. You can kind of tell maybe one of the reasons why they left is because they didn't know what they were doing. And they were all kind of like betting on this one doctor. But see, this one doctor's ideology is pretty much like, we're trying to save the world. We're trying to save the people. Supposedly, I even think this may have even been mentioned in the first game, he's already experimented on several people. And all those experiments failed. Yeah. So you're going to tell me that you're going to take this little girl who is knocked out. You're not even going to wake up. Not even going to ask her questions. Not even going to try to get her consent. You're just going to go straight in for it. Um, he gets Marlene's consent. He gets Marlene's consent, but he did not get Ellie's consent. Or Joel's. Or Joel's. No, Joel's consent was him killing him. That's, that's <laughs> what Joel's consent was. Well, I, it, well, in The Last of Us 2, in the flashback... Uh... Marlene, Marlene actually wanted to go get Joel and have Joel yeah. and actually have uh, Joel's opinion on everything. Yeah. Because, you know, they just, you know, spend however long traveling across America to get she, there. She says, she says, quote, she's like, he spent all his time traveling America from, he deserves it. Yeah. And that guy was like, oh, but we have to. Yeah. And so, so his death was on him. Yeah. But, Which is why I can't feel sorry about it. Yeah, it's just like... Abby she, was right there. Yeah, and she still does not understand the context of what happened enough. She just goes out and is just like, fuck dad. this, I'm going to blow his leg out and beat him, his face in. No, she understood that uh, Joel killed everybody to save uh, to save Ellie. No, she understood that. No, she I'm talking care. about... She didn't the, care. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm talking about the context of like where her she dad came in. She couldn't empathize. Mix. She uh, she no she she knew everything she knew that her dad was doing this and, and that, that doesn't really make sense to me yeah it doesn't but I mean it, she doesn't care yeah she she empathizes I mean she cannot empathize with people she just thinks her dad is a good dude who's trying to save the world that's how she sees it but that's so simple minded and and that's what I'm saying is just like it, it's just but Abby's simple minded but yeah but that's <laughs> so was but Ellie that's, but that's just shitty writing so that Abby they're purposely like dumbing down a character well, well, so that they go and kill a main character to like, Well, I mean, if, if, you, if you look at it, Ellie was simple-minded in this one, too. But Ellie yeah. has more of Everybody's life. an idiot in this game. Yeah, <laughs> just, the, the only thing she wanted was revenge for Joel, even when she found out that Dina was pregnant, that, you know, it would be better for them yeah, just to leave and go back to see, uh, to Jackson because she was pregnant. You know, she could have, you know, found Tommy and then her... Jesse could have lived. <laughs> Jesse fucking dies because... Because of fucking Ellie and her revenge, I mean, yeah. But who was more affected by killing Ellie? Who had more time to get over it? Abby. Abby had four strong years, and Owen. Well, the only Owen. Maybe that was a problem. Maybe it was because Owen was the only person being like, "Hey, man, you know, let's not do this." Everybody else was telling Abby that they were with her one hundred percent of the way until after the killing. Then Mel was like, oh, "I wish I didn't do it, but he deserved it." But I mean, yeah, the, Owen could have been Ellie's voice, uh, Abby's voice of reason. Yeah, but it wasn't. Uh, but because a lot of the fireflies wanted Joel's dead, that's why she went through with it. Yeah. You know what all this bickering is kind of bringing it down to? This game really has a lack of likable characters. That's it, on purpose. Yeah. It's the site. But how do you expect to keep a game close and like you do The Last of Us Part One? And you go to Last of Us. Neil Druckmann didn't want that. He had, he he, he wanted everybody to hate his game. It sounds like. 
he he literally he literally says that, but he didn't understand the ramifications of it. He yeah. said it kind of like in a joking manner, and he said already knew that this game is going to be divisive. And he said when he gave it to playtesters, he said they only none of them liked it. They were like mad. Either people were like mad towards it, or they didn't like it, or they absolutely hated it. That's I, what he got. I guess my thing is that you can make characters like arc into unlikable territory. That not everything sense. has to be redeemed. Not everything has to have a happy ending. You can Abby have gets redemption. Yeah, she gets the redemption. No, Abby's, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm talking about Ellie. Kind of does too. About Abby. But I'm not just talking about Abby. But Until I'm just that saying. Last, <laughs> what's that last part? What I'm saying basically is that there, there's a certain way you could have wrote it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna discuss Fine. the ending because this is going on a little too long. Uh, the ending of the game uh, it shows Ellie and Dana on a farm. It's a very secure farm. Uh, Dana has the baby. They name it JJ, and I believe it's for Joel and Jesse. Uh, or J.J. Abrams. He would love this. Get out. Yeah, yeah. Force Awakens. Uh, <laughs> Neil liked the Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, Neil loves the Rise of Skywalker. That's his favorite movie. Uh, though that, that's, that's what the theory is. And uh, Tommy comes out of the fucking no. Tommy comes out of nowhere, and this is a couple years later. Being very untimely, like, hey, I need you to come back, kid, and kill him. And uh, he Joel will want that. And he's just like, I have, uh, I know where Abby is. Uh, we need to go kill her. And she just complies. And Ellie's like, fuck yeah, let's go. And Dana's like, if you walk out, you will never find me again. What does Ellie fucking do? She, she leaves, goes to kill Abby, and doesn't even kill Abby. Because in the in the second that Abby's really about to freaking die, she, she, has, change of heart. she has a memory of Joel, and where Joel showed somebody mercy. Oh, and, all right. But, all right. but you want to know what it is? Subvert your expectations. No build-up, no clever writing. We just no, but see that that is clever. It's clever to do the opposite of whatever people like. No, it's not. There's a way to build up to the opposite. What 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 I think it is, I think in that in that point, (laughs) trying to teach you that lesson. In that point, uh, she thought what Joel would do, and you know later, you know later on, we found you know we see Joel throughout the game and become soft a little with people with Ellie with Ellie. I mean, that's just how I took it, and uh, everybody else will still get them hands. You know, at, <laughs> everybody else still get that Sounds action. like you're hitting somebody Abby in the face Lee, with cinder blocks. Abby leaves on the boat with the two children, uh, and Ellie returns back to the farm with nobody there. Things she gets bitten off because Abby bit, bit them the off fl- in the middle of the fight. Oh God! <laughs> which you would think, which you would think, it'll be done. And like, hold up, all right, now you really got to die. But no, I'm gonna let you go, even though I'm mad in this. Moment. She walks upstairs and picks up the guitar and tries to play the guitar. And can't. And she can't. And then she has a memory of Joel, uh, the night before uh, everything goes. The night before he dies, and he's just like, why did she's like, why did you save me? You know, and Joel is just like. If I could go back in time, I'd do it all over again. So you want to know something that's funny? I think she respected him for that. After she actually talked to him, she was like, okay, listen, I don't want to forgive you, but I think I can. And see, that's why she wants to kill Abby. She has way more of a better reason to kill Abby than than Abby had a reason to kill I mean, uh, Joe. She really does. Because see, she didn't get that closure. She died. She let Joe die thinking that he hated her. I mean, thinking that she hated him. And so thinking back to that, not only can she not play guitar, 
that was the last piece of Joel that she had left. Now the game stolen. is trying to ring home that you you went for the revenge and you got screwed out of it. Even though you tried and you let her live, you still lost everything. While Abby gets a redemption arc because she saved Lev. Even though she's killed plenty of Lev's people and it's just okay with Lev out yeah. of nowhere. Just yeah. because. Just yeah. because the plot deems it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's... But besides that, the, um, I still, I'm still giving it a 9 out of 10 because of the gameplay. You know, I... I sat down. I played it from the point of view. I liked it. Um, now we're sitting there discussing. He's like, like goddamn. <laughs> now that we're discussing. Y'all are making me want to change it, but I'm not going to change it. I'm standing I mean, behind it. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with changing it or having it where you have it. I mean, it's okay because I think mainly for you is the gameplay. You like the gameplay and you like the graphics. That's what wraps you in. That's why I like The Last of Us One a lot. Yeah. Uh, be honest with you, Last of Us One, I, I played at the very fucking brunt end of like. When PlayStation 3 was dying. Yeah, a few years yeah, that, that's And that's what they wanted to do with this one, too. It's like some people did it because of the tradition. It's like, this is the swan song of the PlayStation. Literally, somebody wrote that down. And uh, I liked The Last of Us 1. I, I, didn't really, I didn't really care for the story at, at the time of at playing time. it. But it grew on you, didn't it? Yeah, it grew on me. Uh, I like the story for this one, even though some of the some of the plots and stuff don't make sense. But, that is, but, but I mean, hey, I sat down. I tried to get it from uh, Naughty Dog's perspective. So... Last subject, what do you think is going to happen to Naughty Dog now? They're going to be okay, but I think... Uh, do you think that the fans are going to buy any new game coming out? Yes. That's, I'm not. That, that, so. that, that, that Neil has his name on. No, definitely not. I think they definitely want Neil out of the picture, but they're, no willing, but they're willing to probably stick with the team for what it is. And just all of the fond memories with all of their titles, and and they'll keep buying to see if there's a change, but they're not gonna like buying. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of like a bittersweet kind of thing. I feel like that's where it's gonna go. I mean, it's kind of the territory. same reason why a lot of people bought this, even though people, some people even knew about it. They were like, "I just want to see what happens. I just yeah. want to see what happens." No, that's why I bought. They I still, see what people happens. are gonna yeah. still have faith no matter what. But that doesn't mean they like Neil. No, Neil said that it's hard to justify a third game, but he said uh, it's on the table along with Uncharted 5 and Jack and Dexter 4 or a new IP. And I know they're um, making another... Uh, they, they, they're, they don't, they're, they're not doing Crash. That's uh, Platinum Games. Thank God. Oh, okay. Activision, yeah. I was like, yo, Crash 4, did Naughty Dog make it? I don't want it. And I saw <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. I'll get this one. But, yeah. Um, so I, I, let's, I sent you a text that showed... Uh, they show like Naughty Dog walking up these steps, and like you see EA, Bethesda, and, and Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they're, they're kind of getting there. Yeah, they're getting to that point to where they're gonna be just dead to everyone. I don't think that, like I said, I don't think they're gonna be dead to everyone, but they're gonna lose a lot of respect. Yeah, even along even the way. during this little interview with Neil, the only part that I kind of felt sorry for him with is when he had said, he's like, I know a lot of people said that we're gonna lose him, and he kind of like stumbles over his words when he says it. He's like. A lot of them did say that we were going to lose him. And I was like, damn, B. I'm like, you put yourself in that position. Though. Damn, bro, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Like, like, why did you do that? But yeah. the, I think what the game really, it's not made particularly for the fans. I think it was kind of made for Neil. It was made for Neil's group of people, Neil's group of friends, um, people who see games as, like, art-type stuff, even though this game can't even touch a candle to that but honestly I kind of want to say he made this game for people who wanted to get into The Last of Us 2 
uh, Last of Us. He made it for normies, really. He made it for normies. He made it for people who were probably weren't fans of the original game. The back, the the flat, the back, the flashes, the flashbacks. They were for the original people. I guess my thing is, I don't think this game was made for anyone. I think this was made for Neil. But kind of, yeah. there were little sprinkles in there for people who are politically have political boners and people uh, okay. Okay. okay we're gonna say this now this game's not political okay quit, not political. quit, quit stating that okay neil is political. political yes neil is political and he sprinkled okay. he did put it in the game okay it has political boners for neil there i'll yeah. change what i said and for twitter yeah and for twitter but he made it for people that are fans <laughs> of Neil and his personality and and with the sprinkles of The Last of Us 1 to draw the old fans. Right, I'll say it like this. I'm cool with politics. I mean, if you've seen the CW, you know they have like plenty of gay characters and stuff like that. And I like the characters because they're actually well-written characters. Uh, Sarah from Arrow? Yeah. Yeah. What's that her name? Yeah, Sarah. She's gay. Great character. You know, I, I don't mind a good character having any sexuality, any race. I don't like tokens. I don't like when the character is, I'm gay and that's it. Or I'm black and that's it. I'm Asian and that's it. And, <laughs> Lev, trans, I mean, Lev, Lev is kind of like, I'm trans. I killed my mom because she doesn't like trans people. And that's it. Or, or, or like when, um... Uh, but then again, like Elliot, I do uh, like them though. Like Elliot Jesse's talking about, and he's, he's uh, and that dude came in, and he was just like uh, <laughs> dice. <laughs> he's like, what? Because I'm Asian? She's like, no, 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 no. It's not because you're Asian. Oh no, she said, oh yeah, totally because you're Asian. Yeah, and, yeah. And then Manny is the f- <laughs> he, he's so stereotypical Mexican suave dude. He's like, yeah, pendejo. I, so I sleep with many women. Of my life, I'm like. Yo. It, op- it opens up with uh, the when he first plays Abby. Uh, Manny wakes up Abby. He's like, "So how did you go with the girl last night with the weather girl?" And he's like, "Ah, yes." And you're walking through, you're walking down the hallway, and like this, like this teacher, this teacher, uh, she goes, "Hi, Manny," and Abby's like, "What hurt too?" And he's like, "Ah, a gentleman never tells." I was like, "Okay," I'm like, "I'm like, you can't virtue signal as hard as y'all do, and then have these token ass characters in there." But then again, whatever, let it slide. It's okay. Happy stereotypes. And with that, we are going to wind down this podcast. Is there any last things you want to say? I have one thing that I want to say. James, I know that you beat the game. Going through the details and having the conversation, a couple of conversations with us about how, what your experience was like and just breaking everything down, has your score? No, not, it stays the same. It stays the same? No, okay. it stays the same. Well, Alex has watched the whole game but has never played it. I've only heard about the leaks and what I've learned about with them, and I've never played it. Alex, would you be willing to give it a shot to see how – would you be willing to play it to, to figure figure out your perspective on no, it? No, because, like, there's this bad thing <laughs> – with people in gaming or like game journalists who all feel like you have to play something in order to understand it. I'm like, you really don't. No, you don't. I can just watch the game or I can read it or I can do plenty of other things. Like I saw the game. I know what it is. And from what I see, I I don't want to play it. I think me personally, I may get it at sales price. You want to borrow it? Or borrow it, yep, <laughs> and maybe play through it just to see what's going on. But that's about it for me. Yeah. 
Alright guys, thank you so much for listening to this. You can go follow me on Twitter at Holly uh, and James. That's H-Y-L-I-A-N J-A-M-E-S and you could tell me what your thoughts on The Last of Us 2 is and uh, crucify me in the comments if you want, you know. Um, but next week for the solo podcast I'm doing is uh, One Week of K-Pop recommended by Nathan, a friend of ours who lives in South Korea right now. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Twitter, my Twitter will be in the description and everything. I uh, would like to thank Sam and Alex for coming to this podcast. Catch you next week.